Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, it's me, Christelle Lim, co-founder and CMO of Bumo. As a busy working parent myself, I felt like there was a lack of options for parents and I personally needed more support. So that's what we're doing here on Being Bumo. We're here to make your life easier, a little less stressful, and help you navigate through this complex thing called parenting. So subscribe now to Being Bumo at applepodcast.com slash beingbumo or wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, gotta go. See you guys soon. Welcome back to another episode of the Queer Contessa podcast, your shortcut to being more fulfilled, healthy, and successful at work. I'm your host, Lauren McGoodwin, and today's solo episode seems to be very timely for a new year when there's a lot of pressure on us to set goals. I actually love goal setting, but in the past, I have struggled with doing it when I'm in a season of my career where I feel really unsure about what I want. One thing that has really helped me turn my uncertainty into a strength is learning how to set up process-based goals versus outcome-based goals. I'll explain what I mean by that in the episode, but I'm also going to be sharing a step-by-step process that you can also use to gain career clarity this year, especially if you're feeling unsure about what it is that you want. And now this is the Career Contessa podcast. A few months ago, I was in the pediatrician's waiting room with my toddler, and I watched as an older child went into full meltdown mode. I watched as her mother tried to calm her down. Why are you so upset? Do you want a snack? Can you use your words and tell me what you want? The child, in the most honest way, just shot back, I don't know what I want. I laughed, but only because it was a sentiment I had said to myself so many times. If I'm being honest, I've had months when I didn't know what I wanted. There are seasons in my life and my career that feel much more focused, where the path I'm taking is clear and it's full of energy. And then I have seasons where the future is vague and I don't know exactly what it looks like. Cue the anxiety this uncertainty brings, which can lead me to feeling lost. The beginning of a new year can really trigger this in me as well. Like I should know what I want what goals to set, and how to get there. These are all things that should just come naturally, right? But instead of feeling lost right now, I'm feeling surprisingly optimistic. That's because I'm approaching this season of uncertainty with a new strategy. Instead of thinking about how to not be lost and figure out my next career goals ASAP just to end the discomfort, I'm thinking about how I can see this season as one of opportunity and make it meaningful. If you're struggling to find clarity because you don't know what you want, 
I hope this strategy will help you move forward as well. Step one, focus on the process, not the outcome. I think it's natural for a new year to prompt us all to reflect on where we are in our lives and our careers. And of course, since this is a career podcast, after all, I'm going to focus on that in my explanation. Overall, I feel satisfied, happy. A lot of the things I've worked toward for years have come to be. Career Contessa has been built into a sustainable business. I have wonderful coworkers, consultants, and freelancers I enjoy working with and respect. I've managed to carve out a great work-life balance, which has become even more important to me as I've welcomed two kids in the last two years. And COVID really taught me to take some pressures off without feeling like I need to always be launching something new, speaking at that Instagrammable conference, etc. The comparison factor isn't completely gone, but it's definitely a lot less than it used to be, which makes choosing what's next and the in-between space easier. But there's still so much more I want to build and experience and learn. I'm eager to try new things at work, but the new things aren't simple or quick, so I find myself forced to move slower than I'd like. This has left me at times feeling awkward, especially as a leader for my team, and uncomfortable not knowing what's next. Then one of the career contessa coaches I was having a random conversation with encouraged me to reframe how I think about this. The focus, she said, shouldn't be on the decision about what to do next. The focus should be on the exploration. In other words, try setting process-based goals instead of outcome-based goals. For example, if you desired a new job, your process-based goals could be to reach out to some new people in your network every week or schedule a daily set time to job search on your calendar. This will not only be more likely to help you reach your outcome, but you'll cultivate good habits along the way. This reframe feels counterintuitive in some ways because I'm used to making progress by focusing on the outcome. But putting my energy into the process instead makes my actions toward that outcome more thoughtful and more effective. When you don't know what you want, you might actually move faster by focusing on the process of exploration rather than on the decision itself. This idea echoes a theme in James Clear's book, which is called Atomic Habits. Highly recommend you read it. He says goals are useless without systems. Quote, it's your commitment to the process that will determine your progress, he writes. Using this reframe, my job isn't to grow something new. It's to explore what might be. My success is based on exploring well, not on choosing a next step. In fact, now that I think about it, I'm not really lost. I'm just exploring. This isn't a season of uncertainty. It's a season of exploration. It's a new year, which is a great time for a fresh start. This year, don't just dream of finding a job with better pay and more flexibility. Actually do something about it. Apply for Sabio's Coding Bootcamp to kickstart a successful career in tech. I highly recommend checking Sabio out. Sabio doesn't require years of schooling. In just 17 weeks of remote learning, you'll graduate with the skills to start a real full-time job in tech. Sabio believes that a coding bootcamp should be a transformative experience. They help their students launch a new career in tech, develop as a highly skilled professional, and build the life they've always wanted. In fact, finding a job is built into the program, which is so crucial because sometimes finding that first job is the most intimidating part of transitioning into a new career. 
Plus, there are so many roles that you can go into within tech, like a UX designer, software engineer, even social media tech jobs. Their alumni are working at companies like Amazon, Microsoft, Google, and more. Plus, Sabio is such an affordable option. They even offer a women in tech scholarship with $2,500 off the total cost of tuition. That's right. So this could be the year you change your life with Sabio. Visit our special URL, sabio.la contessa, to learn how you can qualify for a $2,500 women in tech scholarship. That's sabio.la contessa. Don't wait. Go to sabio.la contessa today to learn more. You know what's actually the worst feeling? Waiting months for a doctor's appointment and then you finally go and you expect to be the center of attention, rightfully so. But your doctor seems like they have better things to do and better places to be. Instead of listening to you intently and asking how you feel and helping you along, the doctor is checking the clock with basically one foot already out the door. Well, on ZocDoc, you'll be able to find the quality doctors who will actually focus on you, listen to you, and prioritize your care. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. So you can search for specific specialists that you need, whether it's a dermatologist, someone to check out your eyes, or that mole that you have. You'll be able to find it all on ZocDoc. Plus, when you're not feeling your best and just trying to hold it together, finding great care shouldn't take up all of your energy. The last thing you want to be doing when you're sick is calling a bunch of numbers, being put on hold, and then only to find out that nothing is available. You can't go into the doctors today. Well, that's where ZocDoc comes in. Using their free app that millions of users rely on, by the way, you can find the right doctor that meets your needs and fits your schedule. Booking an appointment is so easy. I mean, their interface is great, whether you use their app or their website. You just book your appointment with a few taps in their app, and you start feeling better faster. Go to ZocDoc.com slash Contessa and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. In fact, many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Contessa. ZocDoc.com slash Contessa. Now let's talk about how to figure out what you do want in life. Once I came around to this idea, I realized that by focusing solely on the outcome, I was missing the best part. I was wishing away what I call the see where it takes me stage in my career, a creative fun time in contrast to my seasons of heads down and super focused execution. Still, even phases of exploration benefit from structure. So here's what to do when you don't yet know what you want. First, start with experiment. A common tendency when we don't know what we want is to sit still, to wait for inspiration to strike, and then take a step forward. But inspiration isn't likely to strike when we're sitting still. It's more effective to take little steps in lots of different directions and observe the results. How did trying the new things make you feel? Did you see any promising signs? Did you learn something about yourself? I think of these steps as experiments because we don't know which ones will work. The word experiment also takes the pressure off. It's no big deal if you try something new and you don't enjoy it or it doesn't gain any traction. You can't really fail with an experiment. 
because if it doesn't work, you just put it aside and move to the next one. In fact, if all your experiments work, you're probably doing something wrong. So what experiments can you run for yourself? How can you take action in little ways? What can you start or dabble in? Can you take a class? Can you talk to someone in a field you want to learn more about? Can you push yourself to just try one thing new, maybe this day or this week? Some of these steps will feel like they lead nowhere, but with each little experiment, you'll learn something about yourself. You'll learn what you enjoy and you'll learn what to stay away from, what you're good at and where you can beef up your skills. By experimenting, you'll make far more progress than you would if you sat still. Sometimes you can earn income while you experiment, but most experiments aren't income generating, or at least they're not the side hustle that immediately turns into your next job. Still, they're a tiny way of investing in yourself, and they can lead to great rewards if they help you identify a spark that turns into something bigger. Step two, meet new people. Connecting with others helps you build community and offers new energy and inspiration. One thing I love about hosting this podcast is that it gives me the opportunity to have conversations with new people all the time. Many times the interviewees will thank me for having them on the show, but what they don't realize is that the conversation was valuable for me too, because it got my creative juices flowing. We might have been talking about their career, but it got me thinking in new ways as well. A bonus for forging new relationships is growing your network but your primary reason for connecting with others should be rooted in inspiration and exploration. Step three, always be learning. Consuming information is vital to this exploration season that we're in. Think about what can you learn? What will inspire you? Meeting people and hearing what they're working on is one form of consuming. You can also absorb new information through podcasts and audiobooks, newsletters, and books and efficient use, of course, of social media. Oh, and online courses count here as well. Often these twists and turns lead to insights that I can use in my own life. Step four, process and find meaning. Finally, find a way to process your experiments and the information you consume. What did you learn and what ideas came to mind? How could you elevate your ideas and explore their potential? I personally process through writing. Writing out what I wanted to share for this episode, for example, helps me process and clarify how I should spend my time in the coming months. Sometimes I process by fleshing out business ideas because writing out all the details helps me see clearly whether they might succeed or not. When we used to work in an office, my team probably remembers how much I enjoyed a whiteboard. Working with a coach is another method of processing. Or maybe you write in a journal or sketch out your ideas on a whiteboard, I'm a big fan, and save them as images. Or maybe you talk into a voice notes app while you're walking outside and then re-listen to them. Or another one, maybe you just have deep conversations with friends. Saving your learning so you can review them later is a nice perk of processing. But the real benefit is organizing your thoughts so the best insights float to the top. Ideas aren't much on their own, but when you connect the dots between them, something bigger might emerge. Everyone processes things in different ways, but the goal is the same, to find meaning behind all of your experiments and exploration, so you can eventually get to a place where you figure out what you do want. Let's talk about when it's time to choose. Of course, at some point, we all have to say, enough with exploring, it's time to get on with it. None of your options will ever feel perfect, and you'll always have more to learn. 
So you'll probably have to push yourself to choose the next step even before you feel ready. But until then, remind yourself that you're not lost. You're exploring, you're experimenting, you're meeting new people, you're spending time learning, and you're processing and finding meaning in all that. You're focused on exploration and setting process-based goals rather than on the decision itself or being worried about those outcome-based goals. And you're not sitting still. Remember that through this exploration, you're moving forward and you're definitely not lost. Thank you for listening to another one of my solo episodes. I would love to hear what process-based goals you're setting this year. Please let me know either via email, which is info at careercontessa.com, or you can DM me on Instagram, just at careercontessa, or even my favorite way, which is via an Apple podcast review, where you also let me know in the review what your process-based goal is, because it really helps the show uh, get recommended to new listeners when you do that. Plus, we get to know more about what you're working on. And lastly, I wanted to recommend a few more resources that can help with this type of exploration work. This includes the book Atomic Habits by James Clear and a free career contestant worksheet called Figure Out Your Next Career Move, which includes a variety of prompts that help you get just more career clarity and thinking about what you want in your next move. Um, And I'll make sure I link to all of those in the show notes. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.